Hi everyone, and uh, welcome to High Scores High Stakes, the podcast that wants to play games, but apparently just winds up watching them. I am your host, <laughs> Mr. Lover Lover, and with me as always is Tomahawk. Um, with me sometimes is Cardinal underscore Smith underscore. What about you, Cardinal? Long time no see, mate. Where have you been? Thank you. The double back. underscore, but the one-time champion. How you doing? Great to be back. <laughs> Tom was just saying before we started recording, the open-top bus that's just pulled to a halt here, so I'm finally back. It's, it's run out of fuel. Just stop oil stopped you, I'm presuming. <laughs> Cost living crisis, lad. It affects everything. <laughs> champions, champions that live a humble life too. You know, love a, I mean... He's got to come back to work eventually. That's the problem. <laughs> that's it. That's it. The this high score, high stakes money is just not not good enough. It's not good enough. <laughs> yep. But obviously, this week we have no guest because this week we're doing something something completely different for for us anyway. For us anyway. Um, the challenge. <laughs> yeah, the challenge was: can we all watch a television screen for about an hour and ten minutes? And, and the answer was. Apparently so. <laughs> Apparently we can do that. <laughs> I think we might have found our niche here, boys. <laughs> but yes, what, <laughs> what we're doing this week instead of a challenge is you might have been aware that Sony have had their big, massive PlayStation showcase that was filmed, shown last night. Um, to mixed reviews on the internet, I think it's fair to say. So what we're going to be doing this episode is we're going to be taking... Of all the games shown last night, we're going to be, we've all compiled a list of our top five games. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to go through them, round robin style. We're going to go through our number five and work our way up to our number one games that we saw last night on this Sony PlayStation Showcase. But apart from watching games being announced, I don't know about you boys, but I've been playing some games too. So Tomahawk, tell me, what have you been playing, mate? Well, Prior to record, I just finished Fallen Order again, but this time I did not go below the manufacturer difficulty. One stroke, wow. one difficulty. Bosh. <laughs> wow. That, that's, wow. Pretty, that's pretty impressive, in fairness. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> it was, I, I must have put in about an hour trying to defeat the second sister at the very end there, only for her to be undone by one of the we, um scout. But yes. Scout yes. Yes. She went to launch at me, and it exploded in front of her. Yeah, that so, is um, that is amazing. <laughs> I, that, I love when stuff like that happens. I feel as if I cheated me because I felt like I didn't technically, you know, do the the final. No, me. You did. Yeah, but but I did. That's okay. <laughs> that is incredible. I remember my first gameplay. I just resorted to lobbing the lightsaber at her from all different angles. I'm sorry, I did it. Yeah. No remorse. <laughs> I don't care. So it was one of those moments. As soon as like the sequence happened, I sat there, just put the controller down, did the big fist pump in the air, and then I kind of half forgot Vader. Oh, yeah. I'm presuming Cardinal is trying to avoid spoilers. <laughs> Have you finished? Yes, we're finished. Yes, and you've 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 dodged the biggest spoiler that this podcast has ever thrown out. <laughs> So you did well, mate. Well done. <laughs> My bad, Cardinal. Oh, I don't apologize. Actually, it's um, it's a quality ending. 
It's like it's amazing. Quality ending. <laughs> it is amazing. The, way, the ginger guy dies. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I just saw Cardinal take his headphones off her and I was like, he's trying to avoid spoilers. He must be still playing this fair play to him. Here's the question. No, this isn't a spoiler, Cardinal. Okay. It's a very simple question. Is the stranger still the best boss fight? Because that's that's my memory of that game. Yes. In terms of um the adaptability, I suppose, of, of him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just launch uh, unavoidable strike yeah. after unavoidable strike. Mm-hmm. I think his fight is a bit more free-flowing and has a bit more fun element to it. I loved, Ninth loved Sister. that fight. Ninth Sister was just, I'm going to throw a lightsaber at you, I'm going to charge at you, I'm going to do my shockwave attack. Yeah. And then uh, Second Sister at the end is very much just I'm going to shockwave you and then I'm going to launch at you and then I'm going to grab you no matter where you are. And I'm going to have lots of unavoidable, unblockable, unparryable attacks. That's my memory of her. I found Second Sister's physical strikes more powerful. They took about half damage Mm -hmm. for one hit Mm -hmm. and a lightsaber strike would take about a tenth of damage, which I found absolutely bizarre there. But it's done. It's deleted. I can crack on. Beautiful. Beautiful. I have... worlds again. I have downloaded the Jedi are you Fallen Order. I've downloaded yeah. that for the PlayStation 5, the PlayStation 5 version. So I have. So oh, I've nice, yet yes. I've yet to start it and I've, I'll probably not get near it. But Cardinal, I have missed our chats about obscure yes. map based strategy games. So tell me, which one have you playing this week, mate? <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. Have you ever heard of it? No, mate. What's that? Yeah. Is that like one of those uh, Star Trek games? is it top down strategy I've never heard of this regale us <laughs> actually I, I actually I, I, I got back into Jedi Fallen Order and what I did was I found out there was a difficulty setting that mm-hmm. you could change Yeah, and I suddenly started enjoying the game because I wasn't getting hammered by just random stormtroopers and I could actually get Quality. to a story point get somewhere I, 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 I don't have a lot of time to pull to mess around with a lot of battles and things and learn yep. physics and you know the extent of my sort of action game strategy has been Final Fantasy 7 remake where you just bash the thing, hit the uh, thing, blah 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 whereas I'm not like parrying and like tactically oh, dodging think, yeah, time and everything is a, is a chore like yeah yes it's... I, I know, I know, yes. love it. I know Captain Bloodborne over here, right? You know, Mister. <laughs> I thought, I, I thought Jedi Fallen Order was tougher than Bloodborne. To be honest, really? Okay, yeah, I did. I thought yeah, Bloodborne, I like systematically speaking, Bloodborne demands a lot less of the player than what Jedi Fallen Order did at the difficulty I was playing it on. So I started that game one difficulty level above the developer intended and I drop it down to the developer intended to complete it because that yeah. level above was it, Impossible. It, it precision it needed almost perfection all the time and I think if that was a from software game the difficulty I started on would probably be like the default the, the, because obviously yeah. from software don't do difficulty settings at all and I thought Bloodborne out of the box was was an easier game than Fallen Order. It took me a lot longer to complete Bloodborne, or because it's bigger, and there's a lot yeah. more to see and a lot more to do in it. I think I played Bloodborne uh, probably about two or three hundred hours, but that's like 
seven, eight, or nine run throughs it like, and it's brilliant. I, you you loved it. I remember you playing it so much. I just mm-hmm. I kind of at this stage just want to get through, through the it. game to hear the story, so people like Tomahawk don't spoil it. Yeah, randomly. It, the story's great. Through. The story's the st- excellent. How far are you, Cardinal? Yeah. Where are you now? Um, I've jumped around a few planets, which is much further than I ever got. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've hit a big boss, really, of any. So what was the last boss you fought? I don't think I've hit any boss other than some big monsters and stuff. Okay. I don't know. I think I'm about tutorial. to play a boss. <laughs> no, I think I've I've hopped around I'm like my third or fourth planet and I think it's building up to, oh, there's something about stomach, you know, um, I feel oh, in the pit. Yes. I, okay. Oh, yes. It feels like I'm building towards yes. something. Yes. But, awesome. Cool. Cool. No okay. comment. <laughs> Lover, before yes. we get to what you've been playing, I need to pause two seconds, so um, pause for edit. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, so, Lover, you're about to regale us in what you're playing this week. I have been playing a game I don't think anyone would be expecting me to play. So I have. I have. Pick <laughs> a page out of Cardinal Smith's book. So I have, <laughs> and I have been playing a top-down, obscure uh, strategy game. Lesser-known strategy game. No one's really heard of it. Comes from a small developer forward slash publisher from Japan called. Never heard of them. They're called Capsule Computers. Some people know call them Capcom. And the strategy game is hmm. Street Fighter Six, the open beta. <laughs> and. He played us like a fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tomahawk was like, Capsule Computers? He's, he's I, I was Googling it. I was Googling <laughs> Capsule. <laughs> That's actually what Capcom stands for, gentlemen. You're welcome. You learned something today in this educational edition of High Scores, High Stakes. No, I've been playing, uh, yeah, the Street Fighter Six Open Beta started on last Friday and finished on Monday. And I played nothing but Street Fighter Six for the entire weekend. And it okay. is mag magnificent it is superb it is brilliant brilliant uh, it's amazing however one thing i will say did you... go ahead go ahead cardinal i was just gonna say did you like it i loved it i loved it so much so i'm going to uh, I'm, I'm day one i'm day one on it it's brilliant it's it's really accessible really really good fun um so it has like a whole heap of changes so they've changed the control scheme and stuff so you have your classic six button control scheme which is your normal street fighter and then you have this thing called modern so modern reduces the number of buttons to four and basically you hold r2 and you can just hit a sequence of buttons so you can hit so it gets rid of the capcom six button controls is light punch medium punch heavy punch then light medium and hard kick it, it drops to heavy and just light and medium you hold R2 and you can just tap medium punch and do three or four hit combos. It is crazy. It's crazy. Although I don't like that control scheme because it's contextual as well. So the button will change what it does depending on the context of what your opponent is currently in. So This is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. But one thing I I want, another thing I want. I can't tell if Cardinals just condescending <laughs> he is <laughs> but one thing one thing i didn't agree with was on twitter and instagram there was a whole heap of uh 
fighting game gatekeeping going on amongst the street what fighter community on? just a load of like i don't i don't know where this has come from but basically there's a lot of people who are on twitter complaining that street fighter was just too difficult street fighter 6 was a lot more difficult to get into the street fighter 5 which i disagree with can disagree with it any, anymore to be honest uh and then it was just a lot of replies were like well welcome to fighting games you know you had street fighter 4 and street fighter 5 that hold your hand for the last 10 years now the trainer waves are off good luck kids and that's like this is what is this what is this i've never unfollowed so many people on twitter as what i have the last weekend honestly Quality. it's shocking the fighting game community isn't the biggest community on the planet and shit like that's not going to make it grow we just thought they'd all be fighting each other i said a bad word let's read that again word. stuff like that won't make it grow <laughs> edit that one in <laughs> just beep it <laughs> Oh, that, that, right. that is great. That's great because that that's been due to be out a while now. That the sounds like you. I think Sherry was on board with that as well. I think so. Yeah, he loved it. So he did. He spent a lot of time trying out the new characters. I literally played as Ken <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> he's he's too good. He's brilliant. It, they've changed a lot of stuff about him. Uh, so there's a whole whole load more frames for a lot of his moves so he's no longer do you get as many free combinations as ken as what you did in street fighter 5 which is good okay. for everyone else not for me as a ken man i need to change my tactics <laughs> <laughs> but yeah your hand now welcome to real world kid <laughs> it, it's out this friday friday the second of june boys so it is Oof. can't wait Oof. what a day guess what we're we'll playing next week <laughs> <laughs> Season two, episodes one through ten, just be Street Fighter six tournaments. <laughs> just... It's Tom. It's just going to be me and you next week. <laughs> uh, so there'll be no one available now. It's like all of us just in a Street Fighter void right now. <laughs> <laughs> but with with the fear of talking about Street Fighter six, this is going to become the Street Fighter six podcast. Yes. Shall we get to the Sony PlayStation showcase? Let's do it. Then let's go straight there, boys. <laughs> So, as we were saying there, guys, rather than doing a challenge this week, we're going to be chatting about the PlayStation Showcase. And rather than talk about the whole thing, because there's a lot of games that were unveiled yesterday, what we've done is we have all compiled the list of our top five games that we saw. Yes, we all have our handy-dandy notebooks. And we're ready. are we ready to refer to said notebooks? There's a lot of scoring out in mine, so we'll see what we can do. There's a lot there's a lot of scoring out in mine, and there's arrows pointing here, there, and everywhere. So basically, for the benefit of the listener, what we're going to do is we have compiled our top five games, and what we're going to do, round robin style, is we're going to start at the bottom of our lists. So number five on our list, and then we're going to work our way up until we hit our number one game that we saw at this PlayStation Showcase. And hopefully, hopefully... There's not too much crossover here because there was a ton of games last night. 25, I think, were announced. So without any further ado, our number five games. My number five game. And it may come as a shock to someone because it's very low down on my list. And I loved, I love, love, love this game series. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is my number five game. And for the simple reason is that gameplay yesterday was amazing. Like, I literally, when it started, uh, the bit when you see, comes out the jungle and goes to New York, I literally started calling for Mrs. Lover to come down and watch it with me. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, look at this. 
it looks like... incredible. So the only reason I put this is it looks incredible. The technology behind that looks incredible. Like that gameplay trailer had had everything. So you, you have instantaneous changing between Peter and Miles. You had seamless, loadless, free roaming into buildings, set piece, and then back into the open world with not a hiccup. It looks incredible. It looks absolutely stunning. Absolutely. Even the um, the symbiote-based um, fighting, just uh, that, that really got me excited, to be honest about that as well. Y- yep. Yep, even the little touches as well. I don't know if you noticed, but I watched that their trailer must have been about six times after the showcase ended. But when Peter is fighting as the symbiote, the suit is it 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 changes. So when his arms extend, you can see the suit drain from his feet up. So you can it it just looks. It'll be worth a second watch then to pick up on you know those those finer details that you know it, you get caught up in that first three four what is it like four minutes five minutes that they played it might have been longer I, I think it was about yeah. seven or eight minutes yeah it was a longer game like it was it looks it looks great and I am presuming that that gameplay section is from a couple of hours in because there's a couple of wee spoilery doodles in there like Doctor Connors yeah. and being in there and Blizzard and stuff it just looks incredible it looks incredible. It just looks incredible. Like, out doors, and it's gonna just go escalate from there. Really? Yeah. The only reason I put that at number five is because it's it's out in September, to be honest, and it's a known quantity. You knew Spider Man Two was going to look incredible. Yeah. It's sucker punch. No, it's not sucker punch. Insomniac. Sorry, it's an Insomniac game. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing with the PlayStation Five. They've done Ratchet and Clank. They know the playstation 5 inside and i you knew it was going to look incredible and it wasn't really a surprise we all knew it was going to be there i was just hoping it was going to get a date but it didn't but it's apparently september tomahawk your number five game please my number five game i'm gonna i went a bit left field on this one actually but uh i went with the plucky squire at my number five okay something different i mean we've i think i can guarantee that we've all got very similar games on it this one just kind of hit a wee chord i think with me it was just a a a great wee 2d game into a 3d game it's it'll be fun it'll be silly it'll be something that you play in between the big titles yep and it looks stunning it looks amazing like even the part in the reveal where you're going up the wee staircase but it's a 3d staircase and you're all it's 2d platforming yep yeah look phenomenal and i think how they're how they played that just was stunning just yep. absolutely beautiful game like and yeah i mean if it's a six hour story it's gonna be fun it's gonna be childish but you'll enjoy it all the same anyway i have no issues with short games no yeah. in fact they're palette I, cleansers i mean i find myself drawn to them yeah i i think that one got lost because that was a bit further uh that was a bit earlier mm-hmm. in the showcase and then you're getting hit with your you know give such a spider-man 2 yeah. and final yeah, fantasy and 16 all the, all the talk I don't want to say any other games in case they pop up on this, but you're just right to mention something like that because that looks like that looks yeah. fun. I think it looks. I think that looks great. Yeah, uh, and it may I, not I be the last time. With, with, I know it's your obsession with like Sackboy and um, every other kind of game similar to that. It just it screams those kind of vibes, those lover vibes, to be honest. And I'm surprised it wasn't. Well, I mean, we're only at number five here. We're so. at number five here. It could be his number one game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not but 
it might we might be talking about that again pretty soon what about you carna what was your number five game mate okay um so, so my number five was sort of less cute anyway i went with synapse which is one of the psv2 or psvr2 yes. yes. titles is it was a shooting them up um it's got uh what is it david hey the old metal david gear solid hater. voice actor yep hater sorry um and to be honest it, it, it kind of reminded me of super hot um, yep. where you get you got this gun and you sort of like sliding things or moving things you're moving around and I, I really love the premise of this one i this is the one where you're in synapse your subconscious yeah synapse is the one yeah it's like a wireframe looking first person shooter in the psvr2 section yes that's right Kind of the, struck yeah. me as like lived. I repeat, it had very much that that vibe. Yeah. about it. Look, it was the one that got me excited when it came on. I was like, "Ooh, this looks like yeah, super yeah. super hard." <laughs> it, yeah, and that was yeah. it. That's kind of what. So I was like, "Oh, this is a bit weird." But then this that I remembered super hot was quite amazing to play in VR. I remember being scared of heights. In okay, super yeah, hot, yeah, like yeah. looking over the edge and sort of really feeling it and all. And I thought it just like looked, looked super hot, super hot in VR. I had to give up. Because the later levels required like hundred percent precision, and I couldn't get my setup to allow me that level of precision to to progress. But oh, the I, think, I don't think I got that far. Yeah, the non VR super hot was amazing. I played that through to finish about three times. It was great, really difficult game. But yeah, synapse looked amazing because when it came on, I was yeah. like, "This looks." I thought it was like a new super hot. It looks great. And the telekinesis mm-hmm. things of being able to move things with yeah. uh, looked all oh, looked great. Yeah. It looks yeah. great. Now, I will say about that. Just going to give uh, the VR an on mention on that because I've given I've there's a couple of games I've put the VR only for the fact that I'm not mentioned the VR is because I don't own one and probably never will to be honest. I just think the games looks done. I will play someone else's VR if the opportunity arises. But mm-hmm. yeah, there was You're just a, waiting there was a on one of, of us getting it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There was a lot of games I thought that looks a shout. It's a shame I will never own it. <laughs> <laughs> I I I own the I own the original PlayStation VR and I I got it day one and I more than got my money's worth from it. Yeah. And the PSVR two just looks really really impressive. It just looks really good. And there's a lot of games I, I, that well, all the games I showed yesterday, all four or five, whatever it was, all of them look good. All of yeah. them. I I. I I mean, it's just icing on the cake because I really want the VR2 for Gran Turismo 7 yeah. to the point where yeah. I, I've stopped playing Gran Turismo 7 because I just don't think I'll get the enjoyment out of it that I would with VR2. VR. <laughs> I, just, I just want the VR2. Give it to me. Don't sell it for £530. Sell it for less. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's. I'm waiting on that too. I, I can't justify it. I can't justify so 500, 600 quid for the VR no. with a game. No. Sony, I know you're listening to this. 300, sweet spot. Come on now, pipe down that. Cost 11, I know there's a cost 11 without crisis with the PSVR 2. Really? We're having a crisis without the PSVR 2 here, Sony. Come on, play nice. Or not at all. <laughs> we'll just sponsor us, who knows. <laughs> Some a bit different for, f- for our fifth games. Yes, so let's see how we get on with uh, our number four ranked game. My number four ranked game was Phantom Blade Zero. Ooh. I think a lot of the criticism I've seen for this showcase on the internet has been there was too much 
CGI videos and not enough gameplay. I think Phantom Blade is how you announce a game. A nice big video at the start, we nice voiceover, and then bang straight into gameplay, and it looked it looks awesome. It looked absolutely stellar. This is the one with the the swords and the yeah, like really high paced fighting looking. Yes, so it samurai. The first sort of the first after it goes, you know, you have sixty six days left to live. How what will you do? Um, I thought uh, until the fighting started, I thought it was like a Sekiro sequel. I don't know if anyone else thought it looked like a Sekiro sort of. I, I kind of nearly had like a Souls game kind of. Yeah, thing and then yeah. the fighting started, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, this is not Sekiro. What is this?" Uh, so it's developed. It's being developed by some Chinese game development team. So China have like only recently allowed like consumer electronic gaming devices to be sold in the country uh so they have uh all of a sudden we have all these like chinese game developers um it looks amazing i think phantom blade looks amazing so it do it just looks really good the my only worry for it like before we start recording this up until about an hour ago this was my number one game um the, my only concern for it, uh, i rewatched the trailer for it is a lot of the fighting could potentially be automated like it could be a case of hold r2 and then sort of just like point you know, the direction yeah type and i'm, I'm uh, yeah and I, i'm thinking are they hiding something because like a load of the combat there's a bit in the trailer where he's get attacked by two people one on his left one of his right and he like goes horizontal kicks one in the chest while stabs the other one yeah. in the chest and i'm thinking yeah. how is that control scheme work and I'm, I'm wondering if it's either qte or if it's like a case of hold r2 and push these you know, I mean, inputs going in a same way as the, kind of like the Arkham fight system. You know, you it's possibly yeah, square, or square, or triangle, circle, and you they put a jazzy combo in. It might just be a case of really, really seamless mechanics, but possibly. Yeah, I suppose there's there's two. I think that's kind of why it would come to mind anyway. There's a lot of unknown. That's yeah. So yeah. So this this game mm. didn't uh, didn't get a release date. Didn't even get a release window. It's probably going to be twenty twenty four. We're probably going to be talking about Phantom Pain Zero this time next year. Yeah. Um, but it looks. I think it looks great, and it is definitely one I'll be keeping my eye on because I think it looks amazing. I think graphically it looked really good. It doesn't look. Don't get, it didn't look Spider Man levels good, but you wouldn't expect that from a mid tier sort of. It looks like a double A game rather than triple A, doesn't it? But yeah. it could. It's more advertised. It's quite semi-closed. Uh, yeah. In terms of the the, the map or the storyline. Yeah, I would. I think the world needs another Ninja Gaiden game, and I think this could be a Ninja Gaiden game. So, will yeah. it but Tom, ever tune in twenty twenty four to find out? To find out. So Tomahawk looks dejected there. He doesn't like Ninja Gaiden. So Tom, what's your number four game, mate? Well, we'll not labor on that point much longer. My my number four game also was Phantom Blade Zero. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, yes, I, we won't, we'll not labor on that for too much longer. But again, it's kind of it was much higher up until I kind of did a bit more digging. The initial hype wore away, and it was a case of you got nothing. Essentially, there was no even even whatever gameplay they did show. There was no trigger. There was no kind of guidance of what does what or anything, which kind of has now got me worried. That is it QTE or is it just going to be fancy combos? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yes. It's it's a it's a vertical slice trailer, wasn't it? 
it doesn't show yeah. any sort of mechanics or anything. It's just a vertical slice. This is what you can expect from this game. So I've I've dug around. Apparently, they've confirmed it's an action RPG. There's level system. There's gear and system. Okay. There's armor system and stuff. Um, but I just wonder. It looks pretty. F- it looks pretty far on, but all the gameplay sections in the trailer are from the same area, as far as I can tell. From the same, yeah, it's near enough the same sequence. Yeah. So I, I wonder if they have like they, one section done, basically. Uh, if they teased more and maybe divulged a bit more info on it, even a release date or a release quarter, yeah. it might have gone higher up. Mm-hmm. Fourth, fourth the breaks anyway. Fourth, I think fourth for <laughs> if only real knows real tomahawk, real knows real. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Cardinal well, underscore Smith? Is his number four game also Phantom Blade Zero? Let's find out. No, it didn't feature my top five. I thought there's a there's about sixty more DLCs to come out in Slaris before you get Slaris too. Anyway, Interactive Studios, uh, Paradox Interactive joke there for the niche fans. Uh, my number four is Concord. Okay. Yes. We didn't see anything, anything about the game whatsoever. The trailer was the inside of a spaceship and a burger, and it said coming 2024 Concord. Get ready, free runners. Like, and the burger looked amazing. Like the animation. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and I've read, it, it just says now, a new PvP multiplayer first-person yep. shooter from Firewalk Studios. And that's Fire, it. Fire Sprite? Firewalk on the PlayStation okay. YouTube, apparently. Yeah. But, okay. uh, PlayStation, you've got it wrong. Lava says it's Fire Sprite. I thought it was Fire Sprite. Uh, and, and honestly, I don't know what it is. But that kind of mystery just intrigues me, and that that gets me excited. And I don't, like I don't know that I even, I don't want a first person shooter on a PlayStation actually, because that that's that's Sherry's forte. But it is, <laughs> it, it's one of those genres the PlayStation desperately needs. That with, I mean, Sony hasn't well, had true. a first a first party first person shooter since Killzone Shadowfall. I want to say quite possibly Resistance. Yeah. Where is it? Shadowfall was PlayStation Four. Was there? There was no Resistance oh, yeah. game on the PlayStation Four, was there? Yeah. Shadowfall was, wasn't it? It was a launch. So I think we, I think PlayStation needs a first-person shooter, especially now it's looking like Call of Duty's gonna be gobbled up by Microsoft. I think, I think, that, I think they need something. And I think the other game, the Jade Redmond game that opened the show. Uh, oh. Cash games. Was that what's called? Down as payday three, but oh, that's not, it's not payday three. <laughs> that's that's also a first fair, person shooter. Fair games. Fair yeah. games. Now that is also a first person shooter. That competitive PvP. Yeah. So I think I think Sony have highlighted this is an area we need, and they've put some Hard to jump into. Yeah. They've put some top top talent. Get us one of these, please. Thank you very much. That'll be lovely. And that <laughs> is also means that those two are two of Sony's 10 games-as-a-service games they announced about three years ago. Herman Hulse, remember that? We have 10 games-as-a-service in active development right now. That's two of them. 100%. 100% that's two of them. Concord seems very, very... Yeah, it could be very, very interesting. I, I would, I would we, need, we need more than a 10-second yeah. video, don't we, though? But good shout. It's a good shout. It is a good shout. I had it on my um, honourable mention list. So I do. Concord. Just because it seemed interesting. It just seems interesting and something yeah, different. Yeah, it just put a mystery about it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. But shall we move on to number three? Shall we move Top on to number three? three? My number three game was The Plucky Squire. 
it just oh. screams. It just screams. You're gonna love this stuff. <laughs> it just. It <laughs> just it. called it. Yeah, it just. I I saw that and I was like, oh my goodness yeah. gracious me, this is this is a game for me all day long. It's top down, cutesy indie screams indie game. Just screams indie game all written all over it, and I I just like the whole look of it. It reminded me of like Fez. It reminded me of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds and things like that. It just and it looked a wee bit like the puppeteer in some sections as well. It just screams, "This is going to be a high quality PlayStation indie game that I'll be all over," and I'm all over it. I cannot it's really polished. Big theme and smile of your lover as well. Yeah, you, it looks it. Just looks so different, and yeah, I'm it's getting fresh, that point now it's, where I, it's I want to be fresh looking as well. Like it's a nice take on a wee platformer, like a wee indie platformer yeah. as well. So yeah, it just looks like a big mashup of of genres and gameplay styles. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So I yeah, am. But we've, we've talked about this before. So Tomahawk, what was number three, mate? So my number three was Spider Man Two. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, again, we're going to circle back to kind of what you had said there, love it. We know it's going to be fantastic. We mm-hmm. sort of knew it's going to be late, mid to late 2023 anyway. I'm going to say something controversial. I yes. didn't think Spider-Man 1 was particularly amazing. I liked it. I thought it a very good game. One of the best games I've ever played? Probably not. What? That was, that was, Actually? Like, it's a, yeah, like, I finished it and it's just went. Say. I probably like, won't I, play this again. I mean, I, if I, I do. It won't have the same joy or happiness from it. Like, like I, I agree with you. It's not one of the best games I've ever played. But I, I'm that's of another the, discussion. I am of the opinion that Spider Man is. It's probably the best open world game I've ever played. Oh, hundred percent. Like, everything to do. Yeah, it's fantastic. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bog you down in the way that the Arkham games bog you down. I will yes, do that. that that's that's really important. Also, I thought the story, without going into spoilers at all, I'm not going to spoil anything. But yeah. the story hits hard at different points in that game. There's a moment though where I think the story gets a bit. I think in the early build of the story, it's very much just like, can we move this along? I felt that the. I, I never felt that about the story. Mm. Never felt then, that. Uh, it opens like... opens big. And then it sort of keeps chugging. I thought now there there is if you're doing certain things. What I what I liked about it was uh, Insomniac are really good at this. Is they don't they didn't jam pack New York with things to do. Now there was lots to do in that game, but everything feeds into a story. Now the story may not be the main story of the game, but everything has a story. Everything you do in Spider Man progresses a storyline, and uh, so when you're doing that's... something, it never feels. Oh, I'm just doing this because it's an icon on the map. I'm looking at you, Ubisoft. Ah, there's a nice uh, narrative for everything. No, I thought mm-hmm. that because I remember playing that back quite recently when it was on PlayStation Plus. PlayStation at least, Plus. anyway. Mm-hmm. And you have all the Harry Osborne side missions where he's doing all the wee labs. The labs, they the were, weather. They were, yep. Yeah, they were quite cool. I, like, I think it was fine. It doesn't have any replayability, personally, for me, at least anyway. Yeah, okay. That okay. and I have written a note here. The Spider-Man logo annoys me. <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having you said you put this in group chat earlier on today. I remember having the same feelings when I when they announced the Spider-Man suit for I hate the, first, the first the first game. I hate it. 
I agree to love it. But what I like about this is you know that this game is going to have like hundreds of spider suits that you can just change willy nilly, and it'll give you different perks and stuff. And yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. The thing that annoyed me about the trailer, and I'm, this going to make this might be unpopular, but clearly they're going to do like they're going to do the symbiote story, like clearly. So they're going to. I don't know if Venom will be. An antagonist in this game i have the feeling they're going to save him for a dlc um so i do but i i hate venom i hate him they, he's so they're... 1990s and that is now 30 years ago but like, he's not cool venom even in the movies they're trying to force venom to be like him like and make I, him popular and i don't i don't get him he's not cool he's not funny He's just this try-hard 1990s ideal of what evil is. And he's a dreadful character. Dreadful character. And I really wish that the Spider-Man fandom would let Venom go. He was never good. Never. That's what I want to say. I'm not looking forward to the Venom storyline. Topher Grace is the best Venom ever. I, I think there's, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, bad guys in Spider-Man in generally that are quite weird. You got a business executive who dons a green suit and surfs <laughs> around the sky. See, I, I think uh, I I think Spider-Man has the best rose gallery in comic books. I just don't think he Venom, own a rose farm. What? I just I just don't <laughs> think <laughs> I just don't think Venom's in the top twenty. Sakine Gardner, <laughs> <laughs> rogues <laughs> gallery. Oh, robes! Right. So I just, I just don't think I, I wouldn't have Venom anywhere near. Honestly, I wouldn't have him near my top ten. I wouldn't. There's, my thing. I, I get. I, I, I like the idea. The they'll do the symbiote as a story arc, and yeah. then he'll be like, "I don't need it. I'm better nah. without it." Yeah, and then he'll cast it away. Now, what I would like to see as a gameplay mechanic is Peter shedding the symbiote and Venom being born with Eddie Brock. Um, and then when it comes to fighting Venom, I would love if the spider sense indicator doesn't show. Because why would it? Because he I has... One and the same, essentially, yeah. I think that would be very, very cool from a gameplay perspective. Like, I have no doubt in my mind Insomniac will do something more than, oh, the black suit is going to make Peter Parker a bad person storyline that you know that that's what venom is you know well since sam Raimi got his hands on him um and i would like to see them do something more with the character and maybe insomniac are going to be the ones that change my mind about yeah. venom but Thank as of this awesome. moment i don't like venom at all before we jump on to what cardinals got for number three i did make another note here i don't know how you guys want to agree or interpret this uh the seamless transition between two characters yep. all for it i would have liked to see maybe a drop in drop out co-op like uh, it, online, maybe if you do it, like, hear me out. If you do this online based kind of, and then you can start a mission, but you both have to be at the mission point. You can't just start one mm -hmm. on your own. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It no, just, I get, I get that. But then you're going to fall into Gears of War territory, aren't you? Where Gears of War had forced co-op, and when you're not playing with a human being, the AI is atrocious, and you spend most of your time. I like the idea of two Peter Parkers. Um, or two Peter Parker, he's Spider Man. Um, but what I do like is there's no forced co op, there's no co op, in fact. And I think it opens up the idea of like in the trailer yesterday, it showed like 
you know, I'm going to do this, you go do that. Yeah. And I don't know how that, I don't know how that would work as a gameplay mechanic if it was co-op. You'd have to have two instances of this of the open world and then you're going to have a playstation 5 yeah, rendering two, two separate new yorks essentially yeah it, it would be impossible <laughs> maybe in playstation 6 but i know i i think it's brave of insomniac to go no this is not co-op and no there will never be co-op please do not ask us for it and i just wonder if that's why it, it opens up the idea of you can go and do this and stay in contact with us it makes the it creates the illusion that this is a living, breathing New York rather than this New York exists for you as Spider-Man to swing around and beat up bad guys and sort of opens up the idea more that there's things going on that you can't go to as Spider-Man, but there, the other Spider-Man's going to go and do that for you. Do you know what I mean? It just makes the world feel more alive. And I like that. I like the idea. I just don't know how co-op will work. I don't think it would work. And then you're in the territory of then, this is, this is now an always online game. And that's something Sony have always been dead against of forcing always online uh, forcing forcing the issue at that point Grand Turismo 7 yes <laughs> the, Cardinal number 3 please okay well sticking with Spider-Man 2 I've went with Square Enix's Final Fantasy 16 yes that's right, right. <laughs> there yes. we are there we go here we go this is it <clears throat> strap I in boys content incoming <laughs> it's been in my veins. I, I have played Final Fantasy 6, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 8, Final Fantasy 9, Final Fantasy 10, Final Fantasy 12, 13, 14, and 15. Not 11. That was entirely online. 14 was entirely online. Smashed it. Now, <laughs> I I, I, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Final Fantasy. Okay? And a lot of it's hate. This one is full of English accent heroes, yes! And flying ships and crystals and it looks like one of the, how you say, original Final Fantasies that were back on Nintendos. Um, it's the same kind of story. It's the same kind of design artwork. Obviously, it's on a PlayStation 5. Uh, you know, it looks yep. fantastic. And I, I, I don't know. And At this time, it just depends what's the combat like. Because we see lots of cutscenes. And obviously, mm-hmm. they're going cutscene heavy. Look, story. Yeah. Yes, we will fight this. Fight a crystal. Fight a dragon. Fight a... Bad guy. Yeah, a lot of cinematic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's great. I'm all for the cinematic if the story's good. And I, I'm sure it, it kind of seems like there's a humor element to it because the characters are practically over the top, like ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the, which I welcome, but I <laughs> don't see anything about the fighting yet. And that's why it's number three, because I really like Final Fantasies, but mm-hmm. I really hate a few of the Final Fantasies because the fighting mechanics were terrible. Um, what Final Fantasies do you not like because of the combat? Curiosity. Is 15 one of them? Yes. Okay. So the bad news is <laughs> it's the active battle system from Final Fantasy 15. They've been sort of going from Kingdom Hearts. It's that sort of battle system. So it is. Did you see the comments from the director the other day no. about. So I had. I played Final Fantasy 7, I played Final Fantasy 8, and I played Final Fantasy 9, and then I played Final Fantasy 11, Lightning. That. That, uh, that was 12. 12. Um, and then I stopped playing it because that was terrible. Um, and I've, I've never been interested in Final Fantasy since. Uh, and then yes. there was... I, I saw this interview with the director the other day and they were like, you know... No, that was 13. That was 13. Sorry, Lightning was 13. Lightning. It was 12. 12 had the weirdest fighting style or, or, where there was like little lines 
Point like Parasite Eve, almost. It was like Parasite Eve type. Weird. Um, and the director, like they said, you know, is this a, tra- a traditional Final Fantasy? And he was like, "What's a what's a traditional Final Fantasy?" And they explained what they thought, and they're like, "What what to you is Final Fantasy?" And he's like, "To me, Final Fantasy is the story, the graphics, the combat, the music. It's everything. Final Fantasy is everything." And that was like, you know, that's a that's a great answer. That's a great answer. And that trailer just looks. It looks amazing. Yeah. It just looks amazing. And they've been they've been showcasing that game very proudly for the best part now of four months. And they're like, yeah, this is all in game. This is on PlayStation. This is in game. And it just I'm really interested in it. If only because they have the the guy who does the voice for the Dasha Averts. Oh yes. <laughs> the guy from Game of Thrones. That big old British man, yeah. yeah. Does you? It's not for everybody. <laughs> yeah, but it looks it looks am- it looks amazing. Final Fantasy is one of my honourables because it doesn't quite make mm. my list, so it doesn't. But just because on the virtue of it being Final Fantasy, and I, I, I th- it, it's smack in the middle for me because I don't know which way it's going to go. And from yeah. Love's description, it's going to go down. <laughs> I think, I think, I think I put this on group chat last night. After that Final Fantasy trailer, I was like, that could be game of the year. I think it could be a a game for the ages. Honestly, I do. Honestly, I do. I think it could be one of the finest games ever made because it just looked, it just, for me, it's got all the hallmarks of it. They're not, they've not been afraid to show anything of it. In fact, they took great pleasure in the initial, in February, I don't know if you saw this, in February, they released a video and the discourse online was it was pre-rendered it was pre-rendered that's not real that's not real that's pre-rendered and then they came back maybe a week later went to the same area and then was like oh yeah oh hold on a minute let me just go and he just took the controller and just rotated the camera in a random fashion and he goes this is real this is real and it looks incredible yeah it looks I think it could be game of the year. I think it could be I think it could be the best Final Fantasy ever made. And that's just from they're just not afraid. And I think the reviews of that are gonna be ridiculous. Like mid nineties on Metacritic type job, that's what I think. But it didn't quite we make my see. top five. It didn't make my top five. Just because it's Final Fantasy. Uh, just because it's Final Fantasy. <laughs> I could talk about Final Fantasy. I could I could go on a whole podcast speed about Final Fantasies, but let's not. Let's get into the, the splicey dicey sections of the top two. The top two, so my number two game, probably to the surprise of nobody, is Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2, it just, they are singing the songs I love to hear from developers. This is a horror game, first and foremost. Yes, please. This is going to take everything that you know from the original, and we're going to ditch what didn't work, and emphasize what did work. Yes, please. Give me more of that. That's it. Oh, I remember this- you, uh, love of when Alan Wake first came out, you, <sighs> to say fanboyed over Alan Wake 1 would be an understatement. Yes, it, yes. I, I, I agree. It's it's just a bloody good game. It's a really good game. It has its flaws. Don't get me wrong. It has its flaws. Like, there was no... There's no variety in the enemies and stuff in the Alan Wake 1. By the time you get to the end of it, the horror elements have been completely thrown out the window and it's an action game, uh, which I have no problem with. It's very Japanese in, in approach. You know, make the first few hours... Make the first half of the game really difficult. 
make the second half of the game give you weapons and it's that par oh, yeah. trip you know and you know all these things that scourge at the start you're now you're destroying and i like that you know resident evil have been doing that since the beginning i have no issue with that alan wake 2 looks incredible it just it has everything that i i personally look for in a horror game it the graphics are beautiful the remedy came out and went yeah that 100 percent that whole thing was running on playstation 5 there's know. no compromises here it did and look it, great it looks I'm amazing never playing it. it's a horror game but it looked like <laughs> it looked great oh, it looks if this, if this podcast has anything to say about it you will play it you'll you'll play it <laughs> <laughs> wait till he sees the playlist for season two <laughs> um but it looks it looks amazing i think it could be uh, as big a jump in quality for alan wake as the evil within 2 was for the evil within where the evil within was i love that game but it was flawed, like Alan Wake, and I think this this could just be brilliant. I th- I have a notion that Remedy are going for like a cinematic universe deal here. So Control, Alan Wake, all this stuff is going to be pulled in together. Max Payne is going to be pulled into it as well, because obviously one of the cops in the video was Max Payne. Um, I think they're going for a cinematic universe. There are rumors that Remedy have been are in the process of being bought by Take Two, specifically to remake Alan Wake One or Max Payne One, Two, and Three, and I think they're going to go for a full cinematic universe and pull them all in together. Because why not? Because why not? It looks it looks incredible. I thought Alan Alan Wake had everything I would look for in a, in a horror game. Amazing graphics, gameplay looked great. Um, I like the idea of having three branching stories, two characters, but three stories basically you have the the writer you have i'm presuming the writer which is alan wake obviously and alan wake in the game world are two yeah. distinct alan wakes it's not the same person I and then you have this alan wake one finished and then you have kind of implied it's a split. Yep. Yeah. yep and the i don't know if you ever played the alan wake dlcs did you no the alan wake dlcs go deep no. into that and then the control DLC for Alan Wake as well goes big into it too. Um, it's it's a cinematic universe, I've no doubt in my mind. And I can't wait for I didn't Alan know Wake any of this was related or existed. I think it's going to be great. That sounds class. I, I do remember Lava on the group chat going, did you see that? And I said, we're going, we're about four games ahead now. What are you talking about? And he went, <laughs> oh, I'll not even, I'll just, I'll just set me it. And went, I'll not, don't even worry about looking back. I'll just tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Max Payne is the cop. No one knows. No one seems to have noticed it. That's the thing. No one seems. I think I had to rewatch it right there. Okay, in case I thought it went, I thought it was going crazy. I was like, certainly someone else. No, I can't see. It's no one mentioned. Take a crazy clever, It's either clever exposition or it's lazy character building. <laughs> oh well, yeah, it's the same. It's the the guy. Max Payne is the director of Max Payne, wasn't he? He had to do his own modeling on him to save money and time so the guy who created max Payne is the max Payne constipation face in the first two games <laughs> so he is the director he was definitely the director of alan wake i don't know if he still works for remedy i'm presuming he does do you know what i mean but uh, yeah it's genius i can't wait for it can't and it's out october <laughs> it's out october I, I did forget Ooh, about that's, that. that's, that's actually like, you know grand scheme of things it's, it's, it's around the corner months, yeah, not it's around the corner yeah. It's going to be Halloween. Halloween, boys. Between that, that and the new Saw movie, Halloween's going to be lit. Oh, yes. Can't wait. But what was your number two, Tomahawk, mate? So jumping, jumping on the Alan Wake 2 bandwagon, my number two was also Alan Wake 2. Yes. 
we're we're ticking the same boxes here, love. I'm mm-hmm. absolutely living for this. It's yeah. I mean, as soon as I saw it, as soon as you see the that's that shot at the pier, they're sort of at the the, the town's edge. I was just like, yeah, take me back. This is absolutely yes. Yeah. As you said, the game's not without its flaws. It looks like they're gonna well and truly address this, and mm-hmm. I just loved how it went. The the detective at the end going, Who, wh- what's your name? And it just cuts to Shaggy Alan Wake in in the, in the woods, and I'm like, beautiful, just hook into my veins. When they first show his face, I thought, looks like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I know, I I fully was behind it. Even that moment where you have the camera over the the detective's shoulder, yep. you hear the creak in the door, and next thing you know, you've got your big hulking dude boss through the wall. Yep. I nearly, it was, oh. Well, it, it, just it, looks... it, was, it was such a jumpy moment without it being massively jumpy. Yep. I think it's just gonna. I think all these wee horror issues where it's not just shadowy figures. I think they're gonna. They're onto something special here for this one. I, and I think bided so. their time on it big time. Really yeah. have. I mean, well, Alan Wake came out. What two thousand seven? It was three six. Two thousand eight, maybe wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I think Alan Wake's so was been fifteen years in the making. Yeah. So what? There's not much more to be said on that. I think you've. Uh, pretty much hit all the points home on that but yeah if if it finishes and plays as well as it looks as it looks it, yeah i i think ronda is truly yeah. special yep yep what about you cardinal mate is uh i'll make two you're number two as well yeah uh, no <laughs> no actually i'm gonna break from trends surprisingly i'm not put a horror game anywhere near my top five um so my number two is a sequel is number two it is from Arrowhead Game Studios. I know what this is. Of course he does. Love those all the studios. This is Hell Divers Two. Yes, and this is this is a, a curveball because I I think there's not like a whole heap of excitement about this. Mm-hmm. I played Hell Divers a lot, <laughs> and I I but I only played it with a pal or, yep. or pals. Was it is an excellent Hell game Divers to play. Gamer, by the way, I. Pff, he, he, he could have been. He could have been up there with the elite. Um, shout out to Nathan. Um, the, it was. It was just a tremendous game, and this looks totally, totally different and remade. I, it's a different camera point of view. Mm-hmm. It's over the shoulder, whereas Hell Divers was top down. Yep. You sort of the camera pans out to view your four characters who are running around the map. Mm-hmm. Um, so there'll be a lot of surprises coming at you from behind. I presume in this. The tongue-in-cheek of the sort of video choreography the video at the start, at the start was funny. Yeah, yeah, uh, but but I just I really look forward to it. It's something different. It it's fun. I know there's uh, in Hell Divers there was like a persistent war that happened yeah. across the galaxy. So you jumped in and played a level, and you were contributing to a war effort. The war effort, yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> between three different factions of aliens or something that you were trying to stamp out. And Sounds protect like and bring democracy to the galaxy. A bit, no. it, it is. It is. It is yeah. But yeah, it, it just, never just... played into that as much as this trailer yeah. did. Because the first, as soon as it appeared, I was like, "This I is Starship Troopers." This is Neil Patrick Harris's character in Starship yeah. Troopers. <laughs> this is what is this? And then when it was like, you know, join the war, I was like, "No, join the Hell Divers." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I." 
played Hell Divers with Sherry, but not very much. But what I played, I really enjoyed of it. It's a really, it seemed a really good game, and it'll be one I'll be definitely diving into before the sequel comes out. Uh, oh, <laughs> and, and it was one that could sort of drew you to keep playing because you unlock like little upgrades in your guns, and you'd be more mm-hmm. powerful and take on different enemies and stuff. But yeah, I yeah yep yeah, I it's again it's it's one of my honourable mentions. So it is. Um, before we go into our number one games, I'm just going to list off what my honourable mentions were. I'm presuming these, these two have honourable mentions as well. Games I that do, yes. didn't uh, quite make a cut. Out of so, everything. We'll let you go first. Here, so here's mine. Mine are Resident Evil 4 VR, which looked incredible. Nice. And I made a joke on group chat saying I've just ordered my PlayStation VR. I haven't been tempted, but I am now. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, Resident Evil 7 in VR is one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. I, it took me about 15 minutes to walk through a door at one point in that VR experience. It is incredible. And it looks like they haven't phoned this one in either. It just looks amazing. So Resident Evil 4 VR, Helldivers 2, Final Fantasy 16. And then two that haven't been mentioned yet is Ultros, which was that really colourful, like, Metroidvania roguelike game that got announced that looks really quite I spectacular. Did, I forgot about that bit, yeah. That's a good it, show. It looks quite good. I think I, I think that could be something. Um, I can't remember the name of the game, but it was from the guys who developed Gris. It was like, a, you're a cat running through, like, a forest, like a 2D cartoony. Oh, uh, um, uh, Never? Yes, that's Either? it. That's, that's it. That is a one I was like, Oh, hello. Because Gris was very good. So it was. Um, and then my last one, and it might be unpopular, is Foam Stars. Yeah, that would that, be on my list as well. I think that looks great. I We were chatting beforehand. Splatoon deserves way more credit than what Splatoon gets. Splatoon is brilliant. And this just looks like Splatoon with all the trademark material and Nintendo-ness ripped from it so Nintendo can't touch them. <laughs> but it looks like it, do you remember that their takedown city is that what it's called the dodgeball game yeah EA released about three years ago looks kind of like that meets Splatoon I think it looks it looks alright it looks interesting enough it's one for you know a couple hours of battle yeah. really it, it, it does look like a four player possibly option for a podcast say there was four, four people yes. four isn't it yeah four people yeah okay. i think it looks it looks like it could be I, I it's not a 70 pound game and it might not if anything it's gonna be 40 i would say 40 quid so it's gonna be like your budget title i think I, it's square so it enix like a ps plus 2024 yeah freebie. that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna say because it's square square enix they love putting in microtransactions i think I think it's going to be a freebie. I think it's going to be free to play, and I think I think I think it looks interesting enough for me to write it down. I will say that. Mm. So it was. Uh, what about you, Tomahawk? Uh, well, I know me and you've crossed over a bit there, but quite a lot there. I mean, out of everything that we've covered there, the only one that I don't think you've mentioned was Teardown. I don't think. Oh I think yes, Teardown, I think Teardown kind of went through this showcase a little bit unnoticed. Yeah, I think I described in the group chat as it's grown up Minecraft. Is exactly yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a heist game. It just looked so much fun and ever like it's completely destructible completely yep. constructional yeah I, I thought it was a lego game at the start so did I. I did so did i at the start actually and then i was like this isn't lego this isn't minecraft 
I could be behind this. Yeah. And it just looks it looks so much fun. And it's not top five worthy, but it was worth of this has maybe slipped under the radar slightly. Yep. Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a heist multiplayer game, apparently. Apparently that's what it is. So it could, it screams, yeah, this could be interesting. It also screams PlayStation Plus. <laughs> or yeah. game, I think it'd be on Game Pass. I, I, I think it'll be a Game Pass game. Uh, so it's, do, only, it's already a couple of years old as well, isn't it? I don't know. It's, if it is, it'd be early access. Like I've never heard of it before now. I think in my initial sort of search up, I'd seen that it was on stream, Steam. But, uh, Steam, sorry. Possibly, I yeah. I don't know, mate. What about yourself, Carl? Any honourable mentions before hit top spots? Yeah, absolutely. Let me just put Teardown into Steam there. It is for twenty five ninety nine. Okay. Who knew? Who knew? Sorry, do, do you want to see the reviews? Uh, yeah, are they mostly positive? <laughs> the reviews are overwhelmingly positive. Oh, wow. So that's 90 plus? Yeah, and it came out in 20, April 2022 on Steam. Oh, okay. Wow. So okay. Keep it out. Keep an eye out for that okay. one. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Didn't know that. So, never heard of it. Right. My honorable mentions are I, I'd like to mention the remastered collection of the original three Bill Gear Soul games. Yes, man. Which Excellent. which I I own or <laughs> but I'll be buying. Yeah. Um I want I want to play them on the latest latest console. I, I didn't actually know if they were remastered or not. I so just, I I didn't put this on my list because I knew you were going to put it on yours. So I, yeah, I can't wait for it either. Um, so basically, what it is is Metal Gear, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Two, from the yeah. MVS forward slash NES. So the eighties games. So this is a thirty-five year celebration of the Metal Gear series. So your two original games, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Two, Metal Gear Solid Three. So Metal Gear Solid apparently is the PC version of the PlayStation game. It has all the VR missions and stuff. Metal Gear Solid 2 is Substance. Metal Gear Solid 3 is Subsistence. But the HD version that Bluepoint did in 2009. Okay. Right. So that's now, what they are. That is like more flexible camera view and... And up, th- that updated controls. <laughs> Still... That original, that original VR you're talking about... Uh, the VR missions, the standalone missions was a separate game in itself yeah. back in the day um yeah. which was just training missions but in the metal gear world but it was like 200 of them or something yeah really really difficult i can remember it was 200 and i remember it was even back in the day it was like 15 quid new the vr missions so there yeah. were but yeah really really yeah i i didn't realize how much i wanted to replay sons of uh, yeah, Sons of Liberty until until Sons I saw of Liberty it. released. Yeah, just talking um, to you last night, yeah. I was like, I, I was like, no. There's just a lot of moments, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you, 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 you did a bit of a deep dive on that. I'm not gonna lie, it was um, it was good to top school pass. Pass, yeah, <laughs> passively what passively read through. But no, you're right. You're, you're right on every count. Metal Gear Solid is a phenomenal franchise. Yeah, and I think when you start to deep dive it, is when you. You start to remember how good, like you know, the wee set pieces, the wee tiny bits and details that they add into it. Yeah, yep. And I, I've said these on numerous occasions. Like Konami have been doing these classic game collections properly mm. for a good few years now, so I've no doubt in my mind they're going to do this right. I, I, I'm still holding hope that they modernize the controls, but I don't think for? they will. All oh, right. That's I am not just. What I thought you were going to say. I, do you know what? Do you know what I would accept? 
remappable controls. Remappable controls is specifically for Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Metal Gear Solid 2 has it's it's a awful awful control scheme. I I just remember the menu of Metal Gear Solids when you open them up, you had to press I think it was circle to proceed to the menu. Or like, yeah. like yeah. instead of press start or X, and then you have to push up and down and you, to go it. If you if you press X, it takes you back as well. I uh, no, I just remember trying to play um, Snake Eater. Does it make sense? Last year on PlayStation Plus, I'm streaming it obviously because it was the PS3 version, and I I got to I finished the prologue, and then got to the make the game Snake proper, <laughs> and Sorry. like I got. I alerted the guards and then trying to get away and you're fighting the control. Ah, the controls are awful, awful controls. I would love remappable controls. If they're not going to remaster the controls, allow me to change them so so that it makes sense. No, no, let's stop. Stop. No, 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 no. I'm not alone. The the premise (laughs) of Metal Gear 3 is the origin stories. He's learning CQC. That he he is becoming losing his green status, and that's the same with you and the controls. Possibly, you gotta re, you gotta break down everything you know and relearn it. To be... Some would say they're not holding your hand. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> anyway, anyway, my my other honorable mention that I wanted to talk about uh, just briefly was Dragon's Dogma Two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. What a reaction. Uh, what I get heard me about, <laughs> I, I know a uh, capsule computer is like <laughs> now. What I heard was that the cap, uh, Dragon's Dogma One was released similar times around Skyrim, and just got swallowed up because Skyrim is Skyrim, and it's it's a gargantuan game. This looks kind of reminded me of Skyrim because it's got like cap people and orcs and mages and things and all that sort of fantasy-esque stuff going on. And I kind of miss Skyrim, and I just thought that maybe this would be like, like what do you call it? Dragon Age Inquisition. Kind of Inquisition, Inquisition yeah. meets you know, an Elder Scrolls kind of thing. And I thought, maybe if it's done right, maybe that actually yeah. might be something I'd be interested in. It, it, so it, it was it, just enough to make it an honourable mention. It looks decent, but yeah, I've never played Dragon's Dogma, but if you hear nothing but good things about it so no. i don't know i don't know it's consistent if nothing else anyway but yeah i think as you say, if elder schools released a sixth game i'm never playing it i'm playing yeah, the elder schools exactly. game but, yeah. <laughs> right so shall we get to our the moment everyone has been waiting for our number one games my number one games i think anyone who knows me will be like of course well, of course uh, Artsy mm-hmm. lover. <laughs> but my number Street one Fighter game. Six, isn't it? <laughs> Street Fighter Six. No, no, it's not. It's not. Oh, wait, uh, it's... Wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We know, lover. It's it's the cat game, isn't it? It's it's yes. It was the cat game. Cat Quest Two. Cat Quest no, Two. It wasn't. My number one game was Sword of the Sea. So it's the oh, the one that really? probably everyone's forgotten about. Yes, of course it was. Wait, wait, wait. Would it be? <laughs> it's from Chad Squid, mate. The, it's from the director of some of the greatest experiences you're ever likely to play. I don't call them games because they're not games. They are experiences. You know, the Flower, Flow, Journey, Abzu. Yes. Yes. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, 
oh, that's that that game studio, isn't it? And then Giant Squid popped up and I was like, no, this is the original director of Journey. It's his new one. The guy They did Abzu, that deep sea diving game. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just looks like, it looks like all of their games rolled into one. Flower on the PlayStation 3 was incredible. And it's, it's not a game. It's not a game. You're basically the wind and it's your job to pollinate the planet again and it's just wonderful. It's just so relaxing. The music's beautiful. The graphics are incredible. It's one... What an experience. If you haven't played Flower, play Flower. Um, Journey, I think... I am the wind. I'm very surprised. Love it. Journey... I'm not surprised. This is such a man of culture right now. Journey... Have you ever played... Has any of you ever played Journey? Like, properly played played Journey? sand surfing so journey journey's totally online it's a totally online experience and you play this character you can't talk you can chirp and make sounds and you can direct all your you will get joined by another player but you can't match make the game won't tell you it's a player it won't tell you the person's name over them or anything like that and it's your job to work together to go to the mountain that's that's your your journeying from the desert to the mountain and then at the end of the experience it'll tell you you know these are the players that helped you and just lists all the players who helped you it's what uh, uh it's amazing it is amazing it it is one of the finest finest games i've ever played it, it honestly is. It's it lasts about four hours, and it's a ama- it's amazing. So as soon as I saw this, I was like, "This looks like this is like Journey," and then it went underwater. It's like this looks like Abzu, and then there's bits in it where the the world is just so. I looked into it. I was like, "What's that game about?" So basically, the world is in a constant state of flow. So the whole world has these waves regardless of what the material is and you have the sword the hover sword is called and the hover sword is obviously your combat utensil but it's also your surfboard it's a skateboard it just uh yeah it just ticks every single box in the love it handbook uh yeah it just if it's half as good as journey it'll be a 90 percent there not a problem okay. yeah I'm, I'm really excited for it that, that's my number one game just but I'm ba- I say I'm baffled. I shouldn't be baffled, but I'm baffled. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, play Journey. We're we're just letting Love It talk on about this, but we're just shocked because it's not a Capcom yeah. game. Um, <laughs> and Street Fighter Six was shown. Street Fighter Six, yeah. Street Fighter Six is out next week, so I'm not going to waste a pick on a game that comes he out. Put, he didn't put it on his list because he's just it's been not playing. Even an honourable mention. <laughs> it, no, because it comes out next week. So where's the point in spending time talking about a game that'll be out? Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, it just looks. <laughs> if you honestly play Journey, and it'll change your opinion on Sword of the Sea. It looks, uh, yeah, that's my pick. Okay. Honestly. I'll have to check that one out then. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. What was your number one pick? Was it Sword of the my Sea? My number one pick was a Sword of the Sea. No. no. <laughs> quest Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> no. <laughs> my top pick, unsurprisingly, was Metal Gear Solid Delta. Okay. Like I just, I think me and Lover were talking about it as it was revealed. We, I think I jokingly said when you see the ants close up, I was like, "Are we getting a Cordyceps uh, Last of Us expansion?" 
<laughs> no, sadly not. Um, when that ant showed, I thought it was... I honestly thought it was going to be factions. I did. I thought it was going to be yeah. the factions, but it was better. Alas, not yet. Um, but yeah, that was it. I mean, there's no, there was no gameplay. It was a minute ten, mm-hmm. more or less, of just... Um, this is not gameplay footage. This is all um, C- CGI, whatever you want to call it, I suppose. Yep. And then... I found out basically, and then as soon as the drums hit, ah, oh, I lost oh, my yeah. mind. Oh yeah, the Like I love, I adore that Stay. song. It's because it's so reminiscent of like the old Bond films Bonds. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, as a franchise, Metal Gear Solid just has a special place. I still have the PS One disc, the the, the dual disc. Sorry, at home, no PlayStation One to play it on mine, but it's it's there <laughs> amazing uh, yeah it's a uh, yeah i what a, yes yeah i, I was going to pick that but i know that they'll do it right as you say with like mm-hmm. konami they, they're just churning out all the collections and i have i have a theory about metal gear Solid delta okay. so i do i have a i have a theory about it no, let's hear it but it i think if i think cardinal may have more to add on Metal Gear Solid Delta because I, I, I go ahead. Should we just say my top game right now? It's, it's Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid, Solid Delta. Delta. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be. I knew it. Just, uh, let's just let's not even have suspense about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to add before I pick, jump into my weird conspiracy theory about Metal Gear Solid Delta? I'll, okay, I'll just talk about what we saw. We mm-hmm. saw that the ants was a sort of aggressive level of food chains in the natural environment, and the end of the food chain being s- solid snake, snake, or not solid snake, big boss, big uh, big anyway, boss. snake, and that uh, the dum 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 snake eater. Yeah, yes, and it was class. It was class. Uh, oh, I will say the furred brow. Under the bandana, that that just always yes. cracks me up. Even yes. in glorious AK, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think it's gonna be amazing. I, honestly, I think it's gonna be amazing. I liked all the little. There were so many clues throughout that video of what it was before Snake appeared. Like the parrot being the edges, parrot and the edge oh, comes. Right. I did. I I, I need his parrot. It back. That's and, his and parrot. And the ants were, you know. Uh, Colonel Vulcan's famous <laughs> favorite ants. <laughs> <laughs> you had all these big clues, like the crocodile. Obviously, the first piece of it, it, the first animal you come against in in the original Snake Eater, you have to go across that pond that has the two crocodiles and stuff. So, in hindsight, yeah, mm. it was obviously Metal Gear Solid, but but they chose a, a unique way of advertising it, a very Kojima way almost of of yeah. unveiling it. You know, because we all knew it was there. I I always love Kojima the way he did. Do you remember uh, Moby Dick Studios for the Phantom Pain, where he pretended to be a Swede and stuff? That's right. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. What I did. But here, here is my theory for Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Yes. Okay. They have changed the name of that game. It is not Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater anymore. It's Metal Gear Solid Delta. So That's this actually is actually correct. So this is what I think is happening here, boys and girls. What I think is happening is Konami are going the Resident Evil route with Metal Gear Solid, and they are going to remake all of them. But only they're doing it in timeline order, so it's going to be Snake Eater first, and then it's going to be Metal Gear Solid, and then it's going to be Metal Gear Solid Two. That's what I think, and that's why it's been renamed. That tickles me in ways it shouldn't on this podcast. 
I'm desperately <laughs> hoping. Very idea. Because I'm desperately hoping that's what they're doing. Because I really, really want a Metal Gear Solid One remake. <laughs> so it'll I, be a, like, yes. ground up Metal Gear Solid One. I think just even to even just to fight uh, Vulcan. Yep. In yeah. AK would just be. Stunning. I just I. I know the internet really wants uh, Sons of the Patriots and stuff remade. I honestly, I don't think we're gonna get. I don't. I don't. I can't see Sons of the Patriots ever being remade. I just don't. I think there's license. There's licensing issues up everywhere in that game. Just everywhere in that game. There's licensing issues here, there, and everywhere. And I just I I'd can't like to be see able them. To play it. So would I. So would I because it has some of the the best moments in. In video gaming, in my opinion, Metal Gear Solid Four is it's, it's not a it's not the best Metal Gear Solid, but yeah, but but it harks to so many great moments and creates oh, new ones. Yeah, just a love letter. What about the original two? Then in that case, because the original two would come after Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. No, no. yeah, it comes after everything. Apart from four, so no. I mean, I mean the original Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two that were on the Super Nintendo. They're technically set. Oh, they're yeah, they're the eighties. Talk about Zanzibar, yeah. So so they're so they are your Solid Snake, and the enemy is Big Boss. I don't think they'll. I don't know. Actually, yeah, that's a. It's all it's all canon, but I don't see them. Okay, yeah. I I doubt. I doubt. I don't even think they are canon. Because you know, Metal, Gear, Metal Gear Solid was a complete reboot. Metal Gear Solid 1 refers uh, me, to Snake Bites the Boss in Zanzibar, which is what it Metal does. Gear 2, I believe, is. And, and Metal Gear 5, which, I'll be honest, I haven't played because reasons. Other things. Um, it, it is set uh, before those original ones as well. Yeah. So, so, I think as well, it's set... It's set before Metal Gear, so it's set before Zanzibar. It's a mess. This timeline. The timeline's a mess. We need a full episode to Just do the Metal all Gear we need. Timeline. All we need: Metal Gear Solid Delta, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Two. But we never got a definitive I'd be time frame it. or timeline on Delta, did we? Your sixties? No, no. I mean, um, for release. Oh no, nothing. The twenty sixties. <laughs> nothing sorry i thought i thought, thought you meant no it's set in the 60s set 100 percent yeah because they reference cuba and stuff in the intro if i remember correctly so it does oh my goodness i remember the now, intro being absolutely which reminds which I'm reminds sorry, me the collection it has metal gear Solid 2 metal gear Solid 3 in their original condition except for mm-hmm. slight edits of copyrighted material which is the intro with all the news broadcasts oh, they'll, they'll be removed or re- redone and they'll, they'll be removed Spliced in, yeah, yeah. they'll be removed they'll be gone so that we intro and the outro as well and there's the bit with the reveal in metal gear Solid 3 where you're getting talked through all the maneuvers of the united states in the cold war and it goes all you know you get all the like a top secret and all here business that'll be gone yeah i forgot about that Lalelu, lalelu, yes. So, so <laughs> we'll do we'll do a quick recap, and then we'll get to the the the, the wind up section. Uh, so, my top five 
was Spider-Man 2, Phantom Blade Zero, Plucky Squire, Alan Wake 2, Sword of the Sea. Tomahawk, remember what your top five were. My top five was The Plucky Squire in fifth, Phantom Blade Zero in fourth, Spider-Man 2 in third, Alan Wake 2 in second, and Metal Gear Solid Delta in first. Beautiful. And Cardinal. My top five were fifth, Synapse, Synapse, then fourth, Concord. Third was Final Fantasy 16. Second was Helldiver 2. And first was Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake. Beautiful. What a, what a collection of games, in fairness. There's something for everyone in that oh. showcase. So there was, but we'll get to the wrap-up. Because I need to go unlock the door, because Tasha's going to come in from work. <laughs> and that is it. That is our picks of the showcase. Uh, 25 games boiled down to 15 for your own convenience out there. We, um, you know, with the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's probably about nine games, really. <laughs> um, but the one, one last thing I think we should do is the internet, the discourse on the internet is this was a terrible show from Sony. I disagree. I disagree. So what we're going to do is we're going to give a, the showcase as a whole a score out of five. So who wants to go first? Who want to go first? Why break tradition? Go first. Yeah. I honestly, my only issue with this show was there wasn't enough Sony first party show. Um, that's it. I think what they did show was enough. There's a game for everybody. And what was shown was all pretty high quality. I don't think there's any stinkers in there. So I'm I'm going to give it four out of five. I think it's a good. I had thought it was a good show. I didn't think it was the. It didn't change my life like 2016 E3 Sony conference did when they announced Shenmue three and everything else and Resident Evil or Final Fantasy seven remake and all that. Their business it wasn't that level, but I think what was here is enough. I think yeah, three or three and a half, three and a half out of five. Yeah. I'd be inclined. Mm. <laughs> he has, he has. I'd be inclined to go for four out of five on that. Um, I think the only gripe I may have is that there are a lot of games that we didn't get yep. enough of. Like, there's a lot of this is not gameplay. This is representative of gameplay. And it's yeah. like, no, I, I kind of, if you're going to showcase stuff, showcase what you have. Showcase in, like, if it's not perfect, at least show it's in work and in. In it, in the on the cotton floor, essentially. Yeah, I think that's my only thing. I think they can. I think a lot of um, developers will heavily lean on a CGI, a VT, to sell the game. <coughs> Delta. <coughs> but yeah, um, I think four to five Concord. seems more than reasonable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Carnal? Bye. <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't know. I I sort of think uh, on the positive side of things. I would go four because I, rather than think about what it was missing, I didn't really go in with any expectations. And I know there was a lot of chat on Twitter and all the social medias about what people wanted, but that's just what yeah. people want and kind of hope for. Um, what we got was, as you say, a real eclectic mix of different games that were coming yeah. out in the console. It's clearly still got lots of plans for. Oh, yeah fresh new games and there was things I'd never heard of in there or didn't know anything about that looked cool. Yep. Um and then and then there was Metal Gear and that's one of my my, my two favourite game franchises are Final Fantasy and Metal Gear. You got both. So you know speeds. Talk talk to me, Sony. Just just keep talking to me. Whisper into my dreams more of this. 
<laughs> well, I think, I think that's everything, isn't it? Have we missed anything? That was, that was it. Yes, you missed one thing. No? Okay. Cat Quest, Pirates of the Purby, and <laughs> What a game. It's going to be incredible, isn't it? Coming 2024, we got most of a date there. So mm-hmm. it's coming, and it's going to change change lives, change the world. Video change games, somebody's life. Video games will never be the same. <laughs> video games will never be the same once Cat Quest. He thought Stray was good. Well, it was, and this might not be. <laughs> so. <laughs> And on that bombshell, I think we should, I think we should call it quits here, gentlemen. While we're ahead, do the socials, boys. <laughs> so please. we'll do the socials. So <laughs> that is what we thought of the showcase. So if you want to tell us what you thought of the showcase, you can do it on social media. So you can find us on Instagram. It's at High Scores High Stakes Podcast. You can find us on Twitter. It is at HitchgoresHitchStakes. You can find us all individually on Twitter. I'm Mr. Underscore Lover Underscore Lover. Cardinal Smith is Cardinal Underscore Smith Underscore. Tomahawk is Tomahawk Underscore HSHS. Uh, Mr. John Sherry is at Mr. John Sherry. Um, you can also find us on Discord where we are getting our Discord. The link is down below in the description. Go there, uh, you can find a whole week of chats, including a challenge room for every episode of season one. So if you want to put your times in, a couple of folk have already done so, and they've lowered the winning score, I think, haven't they? You're one, your score's been beat, Tomahawk, in Crash Bandicoot 1. Uh, yes, so out of the main body of podcast, that yep. score's been beat. I think all of our scores have been beat. Yeah, well, yeah, you, well. you, if your score's beat, all of our scores have been beat. So if you think yeah. you can beat... I think the current record holder is Randy Raichi. Get yourself a Discord. The link is down below. If you think you can beat any of our scores in any of the games we've done in Season 1, you'll find a room for that all on Discord. Get there. And as I said last week, we do have big plans for the Discord coming up for Season 2, so stay tuned for that as well. Um, And I think that is really us. I haven't forgotten any socials, have I? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube. If you want to, if you don't subscribe to Spotify and you want to see the video version of all of season one, then get yourself over to YouTube forward slash at High Scores High Stakes. You can see all episodes, all the series season one. Um, when this goes out, it should all be there. You can watch the whole thing in its entirety, and it's beautiful. Ten eighty p, thirty frames a second glory, and it is something to behold. So, if that is everything, gentlemen, I think the only thing to say now is, I've been Mr. Lover Lover. This has been High Scores High Stakes. See you next Monday. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. I'm followed by 25 people. Yeah, it looks like there was a call on Lovers Twitter this week. Anyway, a massive call. No regrets. No regrets here. <laughs> Gotta stand by your laurels there. Ah, mate, I hit it. I hit it. Fighting games are hard enough to get into. Just ask Cardinal. <laughs> they are. I know. I know. The, the draw that everyone wanted. Street Fighter Five, right, Tom? Anyway, I've never felt so more confident. <laughs> if I speak. I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs>